Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Uh, yes, Sports Radio's on. Talking sports with friends. And you know we got it on from the end. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Special episode talking with... David Wells of the New York Yankees celebrating his 20th anniversary of his perfect game. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray, Paul Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and we are so excited to talk to a pitching great. Let's bring him in. All Yankee and Blue Jay fans should be hyped up right now. David Wells, are you with us? I am, Ray Tay. <laughs> hey, what's going on? How are you? Thanks for joining us in this early hour. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. I'm just hitting a few golf balls, trying to get my golf game in order. Okay. With my boy nice. Jack, trying to get this thing going. Golf is, <laughs> golf nice. is hard, nice. man. Awesome. Well, welcome <laughs> to the show. You know, I got to say, first of all, full disclosure, we're diehard Yankee fans. And we're thrilled to have you on the show especially on this 20th anniversary of your perfect game, which is approaching next week. We both watched it and remember it like it was yesterday. So take us back to May 17th, 1998. Did you feel anything special was going to happen that day? Did you have extra Kool-Aid that day? Did you, did you feel extra spry in the morning? Like what, what was going on? What was going through your mind before the game? Did you feel anything special? Well, I had swing juice in my veins from the night before, if that's what you're <laughs> okay. wondering. But if that's, if that's what it takes, then I should have did it every every start. But but no, you know, I, I was at SNL with, uh, with the cast and Lauren and, you know, just one of those things. I came to the park not in the best of shape. and But, you know, the thing is, is that my guys were counting on me and I did one of the stupidest things you could possibly do and, you know, just I had to bear it down, and I, I just focused, and it just it just came. I, I didn't uh, didn't try to do anything different. I just tried to throw strikes and keep the team in the game, and that crazy thing happened. All right, did did Posada who caught that game? Did he yeah. act any differently in the sixth inning, seventh inning? Did any of your teammates kind of? Was it, did you feel the pressure? Were people not? Did they avoid you? you? <laughs> like the plague, they avoided me. No question about it. But it was uh, no Jorge. He just he kept it simple. You know, it was that's what you have to do when you um, when you're out there. You just try to focus on your catcher and and just play catch with them. You know, he just put the fingers down and you know he and I did my job. I just tried to make it easy and and hit my spots. And you know, once you get in a groove, you, you just try to stay with that tempo and and just try not to come out of uh, of that mindset, and, and that's basically what I did. And, you know, after about the fourth inning, I kind of knew what was going on. And, you know, and, and like I said, I go try to talk to people, and they wouldn't even give me the time of day. They were running from me and avoiding me. And, <laughs> you, know, you know, and then, then David Cohn is the one that came up and started chirping at me a little bit. But he saw 
you know, the pressure that I was going through. He's a veteran guy. And, you know, of all people that could probably talk to me that day was David Cohn. So, yeah. you know, so I just, so I just went out there and, and, and did what I had to do. Jorge avoided me. You know, he knew what was going on as well. He, he had the magical fingers that day. How funny. And how, how ironic that Coney does the same thing the next year. I know. So, I wish I was there was for just, that, too. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. So, speaking of which, so in 98, you throw this perfect game. You win a World Series with the Yankees. What was it like being a Yankee during that run where they won three out of four? I mean, obviously, we um, all four of those years, but what was that Yankee clubhouse like? What was it like being teammates with those guys? Well, you know what? It was pretty simple. They kept it, uh, you know, we kept it in the clubhouse. We were just a unity as a team. You know, we went in there, did what we had to do. We, uh, we avoided conflict. If there was any, anim- any animosity going on in there, we just, um, we nipped it in the butt. And that's, you know, that's what having a veteran guy that's what you do. You, you, you kind of defuse any tension that's going on. Joe Torrey was really great about, you know, calling us out, sitting us down when we needed to be talked to. And, you know, that's how you gel as a team. You don't, you don't try to do anything more. We didn't have – each guy in that lineup was a hero every different night. We didn't count on one guy, except for Jeter in the playoffs, because he's Mr. October, <laughs> November. So that kind of worked out. But, you know, we just all knew what our job description was, and that's what we did. That's so amazing. So, David, and let me ask you this. Can we call you Boomer? Please. Uh, awesome. So, Boomer, you, you know, your career is amazing. I mean, you look back to 87 to 07, 12 different stops, all the nine different teams. Obviously, the World Series and the perfect game is going to be special. And as Yankee fans, we want that to be your, you know, favorite team or whatever. But what was your favorite team or city and your favorite teammate during your whole duration? Well, you know, New York was probably favorite place to play because I just felt right at home. You know, being a San Diego boy, um, you know, when you go into New York, I was a Yankee fan and a Padre fan growing up. So to me, it was, you know, I just, I felt more relaxed and more at home in New York. I mean, the fans were great to me. Uh, The city was great to me. Um, But, you know, it just, Joe, I mean, I had, you know, San Diego, when I played at the tail end of my career, because it was a dream come true for me. But, you know, in all honesty, I had a great time in Detroit playing under Sparky Anderson. I mean, he was oh, just Sparky. such a great yeah. such a great manager and a great mentor to me. I mean, it was – even though we didn't have the greatest team there, if we, I, I still felt at home there in Detroit with, uh, with Sparky. He probably had some great awesome. stories, too, dating back to those red teams in the 70s. Big red machine. Yeah. Yes, he, 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 he was full of stories, and that's what was great about it because you get the – he just really sits you down and, and, and really mentors you about the game, you know, what to expect, what not to expect. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. You know, just go out and do your job and be a man about it, and that's kind of how I groomed into being, you know, the pitcher that I was. So let me, let me ask you this because I've always been curious, and, and Ray and I, you know, growing up in New York, diehard Yankee fans – you seem so comfortable being a Yankee, but you also had to face some nasty hitters, whether it was Manny or Sheffield or different guys, who, or even Piazza with the you know, Subway Series. Let me know, who was the toughest out for you, and 
if there was any hitters, did you, did you fear anybody? There were so many great, you know, sluggers in that time. Who, who was the guy that was most challenging for Boomer? I didn't fear anybody. I just couldn't get Mo Vaughn out. That uh, son well, of a gun. That, that son of a gun wore me out. I, I got, it got to the point where I just said, Mo, I love you, buddy. But you know what? If there's a base open, I'm just going to hit you. <laughs> and he goes, why? And I said, because I can't get you out, for one thing. Number two, I'm not going to waste four pitches on you. And number three, you're a liability on the, play, on the bases. So you're, you're a double play candidate. So, but if nobody's on base, I'll go after you. But he hit, like I think, like nine home runs career off me. Hit about wow. 750. Yeah, so it was crazy. Kenny Lofton was another he, guy that, that oh, hit yeah. me well. Yeah, lefty. And uh, yeah, I think Griffey okay. Jr. Oh, yeah, Griffey Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Griffey ate everybody. Another lefty. Yeah. That's so, awesome. So, Boomer, 20-plus year career with all those teams, give us a crazy clubhouse story or, or off-the-field story that, that uh, you know, most fans wouldn't know about you. Or and they'll about, never know. You know one of the I can't <laughs> reveal those stories. <laughs> On the PG-13 version. The PG-13 version. One of those, the PG-13 yeah, one of those uh, family no, version. <laughs> the wrong people might be listening. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life right now. <laughs> out of here. But, right, uh, hold on let's get back to the let's get back to the pitch and let me ask you something so all right so those lefties actually ate you up so you the griffey jr and mobile so if we needed you right now the, the boomer wells the 239 wins a great lefty over two, 2200 strikeouts if you needed to come in and take care of one left-handed batter do you still have juice in the tank to do that no, my arm. You saw me throw out the first pitch. I bounced yeah. it on the plate and got booed a couple of weeks ago. That's all uh, I got. My arm is dead. There's no more arm. It's 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 shot. I can only go, I can only throw underhand now. Overhand brings me to my knees. And trust me, it didn't feel too good on bobblehead day. It hurt like hell. But yeah, you know, I, I mustered it up there. And Sanchez could have done me a little solid if he just moved up a little bit more. But That's he right. let it land on the plate to get me booed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have so, I'm gonna have to have a talk with that man when I come back into town. Exactly. Now speaking of Sanchez, we we obviously know you're still involved with the game, and we love you on TBS. And it looks like you guys have so much fun. Maybe you can tell us about that. But at the same time, what do you think about today's game, the Baby Bombers, and some of these young hitters? Is there anybody would you like to pitch to Trout or Bryce Harper or you know obviously you know Judge and 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 the Yankees you know Stanton? What gets your juices going when you're in the studio and you're like, oh, I'd like to play against these young guys? Hell, yeah. I would love to face all those guys. I mean, they're, they're really good hitters. I mean, but they've got holes, and that's my job to find out where they are. And, you know, I see it. And, and my best advice to these young pitchers out there is stay tight on them. Pitch inside. Yeah, Don't inside. let them get extended. Don't let them get extended. They get extended, you're going to be in a lot of trouble because they swing the, bot, the bat really hard and you know and if you're throwing 95 plus and then with their bat speed it's going to kill somebody but no I, I i would love to face all these guys i was just born a little bit too late or <laughs> or too early for these guys no, and, it was perfect you, know, you were late. the perfect time for us david man. come on that was perfect <laughs> but no that's all awesome. i mean you look back at all this and, and yeah you you because you're you know you're a competitive guy your whole life so you want to be out there and and face the best hitters, and that's – if you want to make a name for yourself, you face the best hitters and you get them out, bottom line. Amen. 
David, do you think you'll ever get into uh, back into the game in, in the, like coaching or, or some kind of you know front office capacity? You know so much about the game. We love hearing you on TV. Any thoughts about that? Um, no, I'm coaching my high school. Uh, I've been there for nine years, helping them out and doing that. But I've I've tried to get back into the game, and I've been shut down everywhere on that. So it's kind of, you know, it's it's one of those things where. You know, my mentality back when I played, they think I probably have that same mentality as as coaching, but you know, you change. When you're out of the game, you're there to help the kids, not 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 take them out and have a couple cocktails with them. You know, it, right. it's it's just so I, I think that that was the situation. So, I gave it a whirl for a few years, didn't pan out, so I just stuck with the high school coaching and you know, and it's done well. I I'm, I'm enjoying it and you know, to me, it's it's all about, you know, helping these kids out, making sure they can get to the next level, and whether it's college or, or professionally. So, that you know, that's my job now to do that. Well, that's awesome. They're lucky to have you. Yeah. Oh, definitely. yeah. You would, you would think. <laughs> <laughs> no question. So, so David, t- David, tell us about – go ahead, Tick. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, tell us about your charity. I mean, it's around, around the, you know, the perfect game, the 20th anniversary. Let us know uh, the amazing work that you're doing. Well, my, my foundation, the Perfect 33 Foundation, um, I created about four years ago. And uh, not created, I started and, yeah. and got, the, uh, got the foundation going for our, uh, for our Navy SEALs, our military men and women, you know, try to get them uh, – you know, get them help, get them for traumatic brain injury, try to get wow. them treatments to, to make them better husbands, fathers, wives, um, you know. And it's, uh, and to me, it's, I, I've seen the, uh, the treatments firsthand, and, and it's been an amazing, it's just, it's an amazing what these treatments do to get these guys back on their feet, make them, get them back into society. These guys are proud men and women, and, and yeah. it's, uh, they won't, they won't, they won't ask for anything. And that's something that you need to go out and, and, and kind of bully them to get in there and get the treatments when you see that, that they need them. And that's kind of what was my mission has been doing. And for little league programs here in San Diego, trying to help them out as well. So with this 20th anniversary, um, my wife and a couple of people, we got together and said, let's throw a big old party in New York. Let's do a wow. fundraiser. We're helping Jorge, Jorge Posadas for the uh, Puerto Rico Relief Fund. Um, wow, that's great. Because Puerto Rico got, got beat up a little bit with those hurricanes. So, you know, it's, it's, a great opportunity. Yeah, it's a great opportunity for us to come in and enjoy a night. You know, I got my, my, my partner in crime, David Cohn, Jorge Posada, Bernie Williams, Mer, uh, Romero Mendoza, I think Mariano Rivera. You know, I got a bunch of the guys wow, coming like back. The the, you're giving us chills right now, just those names. I just got chills, man. Yeah. Uh, it's like family. Yeah, so you know, you guys can... Willie Randolph's going to be there, Joe Torrey. Oh, wow. Yeah, so That's Willie awesome. Randolph, Joe Torrey. So we're just wow. going to have a fun-filled night, uh, Bernie, and uh, we're just going to get up there and raise some money. I'm bringing one of my, uh, my SEAL team buddies retired that was, uh, you know, he got banged up pretty good, but he's he's doing great. He got the treatments, and... So I'm going to bring him in to talk to the people that night in the room about, you know, what, what he's been through and, and how these treatments have helped him. And we're just trying to get as much, uh, many of these guys in there to get the help. That's what we're doing. 
That's awesome. awesome, Boomer. Let me ask you something. I feel like people don't know enough about what athletes do off the field and at, when their career is over, you know? And, and so many athletes do so many good things because, you know, you're blessed to have a, a nice career and to have some notoriety and, you know, make a couple of bucks. But I think a lot of these players that retire, you know, in their 30s, essentially, maybe early 40s, they still have a life ahead of them, and they do a lot of good things. So, you know, I'm so glad that you have your foundation. Obviously, Jorge Posada is doing good things, and, and, and Jeter's got here. A lot of the Yankees, and from all teams, do you feel like that uh, professional athletes don't get enough credit for what they do off the field? Because it seems that way to us. Yeah. You know what? I don't, I don't really care about the recognition and the credit. I just right. want to do this because, you know, I, I love doing it and I love helping people, especially our military guys. We sleep pretty damn well at night because of these men and women. And That's right. you know, to me, it, you know, and, and a lot of guys, you know, retired guys, you know, do a lot of stuff and we all help each other out. I mean, I have my golf event um, in October here in San Diego and I get, you know, I get Trevor Hoffman, I get Jeremy Roenick, uh, Kenny Lofton, Scotty Erickson, I got Grant Fuhr, Jim McMahon. I get all these guys to be celebrities at my golf event, and it's, you know, it's a great two days of golf and fundraising, and, you know, that's why we're, make, we're trying to raise money for these guys. They need help, and, you know, if we can all help each other out, that's what we do, and, and we love it. We're bored, man. Yeah. We've got to get away from our wives somehow, so go out and golf. <laughs> now, now you're well, preaching the gospel, the... David. You're preaching the gospel right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Especially growing up hey. in San Diego, because you know you got that big military, you know, presence in San Diego. So I'm sure it hits home. You know, anything that, that that is involved with the military. Good for you. That's that's great. Hey, no, Dave, one good. more from me. Boom! I got to ask you this before we let you go, man. We appreciate your time, and we'd love to have you back. Maybe you know, close to the playoffs or something. Shopping it up with you is awesome. Now I know you got the 20 game season. You know, when you were, were with Toronto. And you had, you know, then you went 19 and seven when you came back to the Yankees. When you really look at it, do you think in your 98 season, was the 18 and four? And I just remember some of those games. Was that your best season? Because you might have even gone 20 and two, if I'm trying to remember back, just, you know, how things play out. And, you know, wins and losses are weird just because of you can't always, you know, you're not up there hitting. Was that your best season with the Yankees, that 98 season? Percentage-wise, yeah. I mean, it yeah. was great. But, you know, you have a perfect game in there. You have the World yeah. Series, you know, to, to top it all off. So, yeah, that by far is, is, is probably the most memorable season. 20 games, you know, that's what every pitcher tries to, to shoot for. But, right. you know, it, it's hard to do. Like you said, it's, it's not easy winning 20 games because you got a lot of no decisions. You, got, you come out losing and you spit the hook. You come in, you come out with a lead, and they blow the lead. So, you know, it's just – it's got to be – you know, it's got to be the right situation every night. And, you know, a lot of luck is involved as well. But, no, 98 is – we're the greatest of all time. What are you talking yes. about? That's yes, it. I know. We know. <laughs> that we, we watched it. We saw it. I guess one last thing that, that just is so interesting to me. So, two things, two observations. So, in 98 – you play, you have that perfect season, you, you have a perfect game, I should say. You go to the World Series, you have that great season, and you play your Padres. You're talking about how you grew up a Padre and a Yankee fan, and you, you're facing your Padres. So, first, what was that like? And then also, the Blue Jays, the Padres, and the Yankees, two teams that you played on twice. So, yeah. how, 
you know, how is it getting traded like that, going back to a team that you've played with before? What, what's that emotion like? I mean, you, you try to be professional and you try to show up and do your job, but it's got to be weighing on you. You know, your emotions must go up and down when you go from city to city like that. Well, Howard Stern kind of screwed me up on that, on that uh, World Series because I went in, he tried to get me to predict what we were going to win in, and I said, it's not fair to San Diego, it's not fair to us. So I'm not going to predict anything. And he kept egging me on, egging me on, egging me on. And then finally I just said, listen, Howard, just to shut you up, I'm not predicting anything, but I would love to win in five. Next day in the paper, well, uh, predict five. And yeah. I'm like, oh, great. Thanks, Howard, for putting me at. So I come, we win two games in, in New York. We come to San Diego. We get announced, and I get food in my own hometown, like bad <laughs> Badly, because Dave Stewart put the paper up in the clubhouse, and and it just and then it got back to the San Diego fans, and and it, it was I'm glad there wasn't a game five, because then it would have been oh they would have been all the haters, and I have to live here, so it's like I'd have to fight all of San Diego. <laughs> wow. So just never, I'm glad it's game one and not game five, so I take the sweep all day long. Hey Dave, was there it was even weird for you towards the end? to put on the Boston Red Sox uniform. I remember in 06, uh, Ray and I, when we were looking at you in that uniform, man, and I know, I mean, you got to, you know, you're, you're doing your career, you're doing your thing, but did you ever have a moment like, I'm a Red Sox? I hated the Red Sox because I was I always good enough to lose. I was always good enough to lose going in there, but, you know, it's just like, and then all of a sudden I put the uniform on, I go 8-0 in Fenway. All those years of losing, then I go eight and zero in Fenway. Yeah, you were fifteen and, and, and seven in oh five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was crazy. just it, it was it was crazy. But you know what? In all honesty, it was you know it's just take away you know it, it, it's a, it's a really really cool city. I yeah. mean, it was awesome. The fans are crazy, um, but you know it's not New York. I'll tell you that nowhere close. To me, it was it was it was a job, and you know you still have to do your job no matter where you go. And, you know, I had a great catcher there, so help me out. Jason Veritek was just an incredible – yeah, he was an incredible catcher. Great you know, leader, but, too. Uh, yeah, and, and that was just something else. Yeah, it was weird, but, you know, it was a job, and you and you just you just go with the flow, just like any other team that I played for. You just go with the flow, yeah. do your job, and try to win. Wow. Well, look, it's been this awesome, has been man. our pleasure. This is so fun. And, you know, most importantly, I, I'm so proud of, of you guys and what you're doing with this charity and helping out the military. And, um, you know, best of luck next week. You Hopefully you guys raise a lot of money. We'll spread the word on our end. Oh, definitely. We'll, you know, Everywhere. Hey, let people know. I, what, what else do people need to know? I mean, is there a website they need to go to? Is there tickets they can buy? What, what can people can do to help support yeah. the go, cause? Go to... Go to the perfect33foundation.org. Um, okay. We still have tables and, and tickets available. Uh, just go to the website, and, you know, we would be honored to have, you know, people come in there, buy a table at 10. Um, enjoy. We got great uh, – we have great auction items. Actually, I'm bringing in a, uh, a game-used full uniform, pants, jersey, glove, wow. hat, cleat. And it's my, it's awesome. my game uniform – one of my game uniforms, 98, has the tag on it, but I have it signed by the whole 98 team. Shut up. So, That's crazy. Yeah, so I'm going to auction wow. that one off at the end of the night, and hopefully that will raise some, some big money for our military. 
Yeah, that's a lot of cash right there, Dave. <laughs> I mean, that's Let's serious. Hope. You're only as good as your room. You're only as good as your room. So hopefully that's a, that's one of the good items that uh, that will go. And I, you know, I'm I'm letting one of my game used jerseys go, and but it's signed by the whole team, and that's a tough one to swallow because I had two of them. So I just keep the other ones. My my kids can cut it in half and split it. They can they can they can frame <laughs> half a jersey. Nice. Thanks so much. Boomers, this has been right. awesome, and please, don't be a stranger. We'd love to have you, like I said, you know, September, October. Let's talk again, buddy. I appreciate it. We, I'm, we, all, we appreciate I'm, it. I'm all for it. I love it. That'd be great. All right. Thanks so much. Good great luck day. next week. You guys are awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Have fun golfing. All right. Be good. I will. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Take all right. care. Bye-bye. See you guys. Wow, Ray. That is completely awesome. The great David Wells. You know, Perfect. This guy was awesome. If you didn't see him pitch, he oh, was, yeah. and, and like he said, go inside. Go inside. He's a big guy, and he didn't, yeah. wasn't afraid to go inside. I didn't remember that Mo Vaughn and Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. and Kenny Lawson lefties ate him up yeah. a little bit. So, you know what? Those were great players, so there's no shame in, in having Mo no, Vaughn no, it's, it's and Ken Griffey. You know, get on. Yeah, everybody. Griffey was difficult for everybody. But what I love, like you said, and that's what, you know, even going back to the other generation of like Bob Gibson, that's why we love Boomer so much because he was a throwback and he, you know, he wanted to command the plate. He was like back up off the plate. You know, he'd come inside. He'd go high and inside if you remember, you know, <laughs> and and th- that's just how you do it. And I could see, you know, you see that spirit still in him that. Yeah, he'd love to face Bryce Harper and Trout now because he'd, he'd be bringing it, man. That So, Perfect33, or is it Perfect Game 33? I think it's perfect33.org. So, yeah, everybody. The Perfect 33 Foundation is what it's called. It's the David okay, and Nina yeah. Wells Perfect 33 Foundation. Yeah, supporting and, young athletes and military families. Yeah, and I think it's perfect33.org. So, everybody go check that out. What an event. What a gala. I mean, hey, listen, TBI is close to my heart, uh, cancer, all that stuff. So Ray and Tay definitely support this. And, hey, I mean, like you said, it's, it's helping the military and, and these brave men and women, they need help. And, um, you know, this is a great cause. And can you imagine all those names on a jersey? I wish I had the money, Ray. <laughs> we need to chip in and see if we get that jersey. <laughs> yeah, well, That's gonna we, go could, for we could do that. We can do our share by sending everybody to the website and check out the, the gala. And if you can buy a table, that's wonderful. If you can just contribute, contribute a couple of bucks, that's good too. So great job, David Wells. Awesome show. Love to have him back. But uh, what a pleasure to have, uh, you know, a great guy and a great pitcher and a great character, right? Baseball needs more characters. So David Wells is definitely a, an all-time baseball character. Oh, yeah. And like he said, man, there's nothing like playing in New York City. And I didn't get a chance to ask him. We'll talk next time. But I'm sure from the pitching mound, he hears everybody in the bleachers, you know, especially in right field with the da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, and just it must give the players such a a, a buzz and and just it's electric. You know, we feel it in the stands and we hear it through the television. So I'm sure, you know, he has nothing. As as we leave. The one thing I remembered about that stretch, remember 96 to 2000 and even beyond, where they kept saying, you know, the, the 
the right, especially the right field, but the bleachers would have that chant, Derek, Jeter, you know, Scotty, Brocious, Jorge, Posada, whatever. Yeah. David Wells was the only pitcher that wanted them to call out his name, right? Because every pitcher is so focused on the batter, and, and he might know David Wells, and he was he was the only pitcher in all of Yankee history that I remember that actually had the bleacher creatures calling out his name, doing his chant. That's awesome. Oh, he was awesome. They loved him. So great show. And um, hey, listen, there's nothing better than talking to, you know, and, and it's so funny because Ray, when you look at the stats and stuff, yeah, you know, everybody says, oh, 300 games for Hall of Fame. But when you think about clutch moments, what he did, you know, he, he's got a Hall of Fame type career because 239, you know, wins are so, it's so, you know, it's, you can lose so many ways, like you said, a no decision or the comeback or this and that. And sometimes I think we get caught up in strictly just the numbers and it's got to be more than that because he was just a Hall of Fame type pitcher and a winning pitcher. So it was awesome to have him on the show. So, hey, everybody, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you on the flip side. You just heard Yankees and baseball history with the great pitcher, David Wells. We're out. See ya. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.